This is The Playbook. Build your brand, find your frequency. Uh, I've been around building brands for a long time, especially in sports, running the most notable sports agency in the world with Lee Steinberg, and then later in sports marketing with Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon, one of the greatest Canadian athletes of all time. Uh, There's a lot of talk today about how to get through the noise as an athlete or a celebrity or an entertainer. And if you are an athlete, you are all three. You are an athlete, you are a celebrity, and you are an entertainer. And to understand frequency, we have to narrow it down to find our essence. And this authenticity that is very often overused is about finding your essence. And to understand our essence, we have to look at the components of what our essence is as an athlete, a celebrity, and an entertainer. And the first thing that determines your essence, and this is also applicable to product services, solutions, and other personal brands, is what unique skills do you have? Everyone has their own individual fingerprints on life, and it's determined by the skill that you have, and those skills Uh, are combined with the second component of essence or frequency, which is knowledge. Knowledge has two parts to it. It's what we know, but it's also who we know. And that's why you see finding your frequency is related to your frequency is also your neighborhood. And the analogy that I give when we determine what neighborhood your brand is playing in is think about your frequency as if you were hanging out where I was born in Akron, Ohio in the projects and you're sitting there in your lawn chair drinking a Colt 45 next to your neighbor at your frequency in the projects and you come up with this brilliant idea let's say of Uber and you turn to your friend in his lawn chair drinking the 45 and go hey I got this great idea it's going to change the world of transportation and you explain the idea to him and then he looks at you and he goes, that is amazing. You can make billions of dollars with that. And that's where that frequency ends in that neighborhood. Compared to if you live in a luxury home, gated community overlooking the ocean in Newport Beach, and you just sit down with your mini dachshund next to somebody else with their whatever woo-woo dog they have, and you turn to him, someone you don't even know, and say, hey, I have this great idea. I want to create a new form of transportation and you explain it to him. His reaction will be the same. What an incredible idea. We're going to make billions of dollars with it. Where do I write your check? I got 10 million I'm going to give you. That's why frequency is so important because vibration or frequency determines your basement you can only be aware of that which is equal to or less than your frequency or vibration. So in order to create your frequency, you have to know your essence. Your essence is not only your skills, but the knowledge of who and what. And where you place that brand, especially as an athlete, celebrity, or entertainer, is very important. So you'll see certain athletes, celebrities, and entertainers and ask yourself, how is that person so popular? Why do I see them on every show or TikTok or Instagram ad, it's because of frequency. It's because they understand their skills and knowledge are their basement and they understand their essence is their frequency or vibration 
And so they stick to understanding their skills and their knowledge as their authentic self. And they don't worry about pleasing everyone. The final one is desire. Uh, what determines your frequency is your desire. The advantage of working with athletes who are also celebrities and entertainers is that in order to be a great athlete, you have to have a desire to be what you must be, which translates over to a higher frequency to combine with your skills and knowledge. Remember, your skills and knowledge as far as branding goes, your frequency is your basement, your desire determines your potential or your delta. And so now you can reach a, a bigger spectrum. Now, in order to take advantage of your essence or your frequency as you build your brand, we have to go way back to a, another marketing genius that was one of my mentors. Uh, it's a, a genius in marketing that you guys have heard of but never probably thought of in a sense of marketing. And his name is Shakespeare. Shakespeare said something a few thousand years ago that's so relevant today in building your brand and finding your frequency. Shakespeare had the wisdom that long ago to say, the whole world is your stage. The whole world is your stage. Where just a decade ago, the whole world wasn't your stage. Your stage was determined by the field you played on or the network that you were amplified on. But in no way was the whole world your stage. Whether it was in a newspaper or radio, whether it was on the TV, the whole world wasn't your stage. But today, the whole world is my stage. When I'm sitting here at Collision and we have a few hundred people in the audience, that's nothing compared to who's going to see my brand and utilize my frequency, my skills, my knowledge, and my desire. Why is that? Because there's four strategies involved in not only finding your frequency, but building your brand. And the first one, all determinative upon the world being your stage, is capture. You have to have a strategy to capture the essence. That means we have to have available the right equipment, the right people, the right software, to make sure that we're capturing the essence because that essence is what's gonna determine the size, scope, and scale of your brand because the whole world is your stage. And now capture also uh, has taken on more importance today because of the nature not only of SEO, but of AI that can then be utilized in the process of this stage theory of Shakespeare. So I want everybody to think about not only what is the essence of my client or myself, my product, my service or solution, but how am I gonna capture that essence? The second strategy that you need to put in place is to modify it. So many people think that, you know, well, I'm so embarrassed, I can't really capture this, including our clients, you know, that doesn't make me look good. It's not really my essence. Part of capturing the essence is understanding the proper modification strategy for all platforms so you can take advantage of the world stage that exists everywhere. It's not just on this stage, it's not just on the playing fields, it's anywhere you go. Some of my best content is on the street helping people. The street, the curb, is my stage, which then is 
modified appropriately to all the different platforms. Audio platforms, video platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse. It doesn't matter. You should have a specific modification strategy to capture the essence in its appropriate format to prepare it for its amplification. So the third strategy that we want to have when we're not only finding the frequency but building the brand is to amplify the essence. Now amplification has many different ways in which we can amplify, right? We can buy ads, right? We can put it on a billboard that can amplify it. We can buy TV commercials. We can pay against content, publish content, all different ways. But we also have different communities in which we can amplify it in. And so, so many people don't think about the community side of amplification. What do I mean by that? Let's look at NIL, since this is a sports stage. Name, image, and likeness rules have changed, dramatically changed the opportunity for athletes who are also entertainers. They're also brands. Most people think of NIL, that I'm going to get this superstar when he's in the eighth grade and create endorsements and branding opportunities as they move forward through high school and college to create an opportunity to monetize that brand. I suggest to you that is only one way for very few athletes, entertainers to amplify their essence. Think about it in the other realm of community. When we're looking at a frequency, a neighborhood, a community, we actually can amplify through community specific to our essence. What do I mean by that? So I have a lot of content out there and I have a very specific frequency. C-level executives, billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, entertainers. I have tons of content, I have TV shows, podcasts, I have coaching, executive coaching, all these different things that I do. So instead of amplifying, just paying ads against this speech or the best part of the speech and modifying it correctly, I'll use NIL to buy a community, not the athlete. So I'll give you an example. Uh, there's a kid, he, he's Harvard's hockey captain. So Harvard's probably the most credible of all universities in America, arguably. Um, but more importantly, he's the hockey coach at Harvard, and he'll probably play in the Olympics as well. Maybe, maybe not play professionally hockey. Most people in America don't know who he is. He's not getting seven-figure NIL deals like the quarterback of Alabama did. And so, Understanding our frequencies, our neighborhood, we have to find our frequency, our essence, based on skills, knowledge, and desire, and then we need to capture it, modify it, and amplify it. I amplify the community, so how do I do that? I call this hockey captain, who I didn't know who he was, and I said, hey man, can I pay you, legally, now, can I pay you to post my content? What? Can I pay you to post my content? He's like, well, how much are you gonna give me? I'll have 200 cash a month to post my content. Well, what do you want me to say about your content? Oh, I want you to 
tell people what you think of my content. Well, what if I hate your content, David? I want you to tell people you hate my content. But I want you to keep posting what I send you and commenting on what you think about my content. So here I take a kid that I know is at the frequency of the audience or community that I'm trying to address. I'm giving him my content at an exceptionally discounted rate compared to other places I posted that are not specific. Why? Because I know his frequency is his neighborhood. I know his neighborhood is all the athletic directors of the Ivy Leagues follow him. All the graduation hockey players at Harvard follow him, which are now running billion dollar businesses and hedge funds and they work on Wall Street. I know his community, his neighborhood. And so instead of trying to throw it out there to the whole world, because the whole world is my stage, instead of trying to go pay $200,000 to the quarterback at Alabama to post my content, which then goes out to a whole bunch of millions of people that are not in my frequency or neighborhood, I'm paying $200 to get organic, authentic essence resonating with that community, which is so valuable. I don't, I don't have to. And people aren't thinking about essence in this way and they're not thinking about community or frequency in this way. So what I suggest to you, if you're building a brand, number one, you gotta know the essence of your brand, the capabilities based off skills, knowledge, and desire. You have to capture as much as, it, as you can by using the best systems efficiently, inexpensively. But think about the amplification. We do not want to send out our information to everyone because statistically it's ineffective in building a brand. I'll give you an example. There's a, and these are percentages. I don't like percentages. Uh, in fact, statistics bother me. There's only one statistic I really like and it's 99% of all statistics are made up. So I'm gonna make up some statistics for you. Take it with a grain of salt. But here, I, I coach a lot of speakers and here's the problem with new speakers. They get in front of a room of 100 people, usually for free, right? The Elks Club or Junior Achievement or their, their high school and they stand there and they give their speech and 10% of the people, no matter what, because of frequency, because of essence, 10% of the people, no matter what, love them. 10% love them. And they'll come up after the speech and they'll ruin this kid who's trying to become a speaker by saying, that was amazing. I love you. They may even say, you changed my life. That's not good. <laughs> because 90% of the people did not feel that way, I promise you. In fact, there's another 10% that that kid could have been Einstein sharing the theory of relativity, an immense genius spewing amazing thoughts to everyone, inspirational, intelligent, with an intuition that's incredible, and 10% of the people would hate them <laughs> because of frequency as well. Right, so no matter what, when you're finding your frequency and building your brand, you have to understand these made up statistics of about 10% of the people are going to love your brand no matter what, so if you have the money to amplify your message to get to that 10%, good for you. That's why there's shitty products that do well. Because they have the money to market it correctly 
in order to facilitate exposure to the 10% of the people that are on that idiotic frequency and love idiotic shit. But if you don't have that kind of cash, if you didn't raise a billion dollars, then there's a lot more effective ways to get to the 10%, ignore the 10% that hate you no matter what, and start accumulating the 80% that are at your frequency. Understanding frequency is essential to building a brand. Skills, knowledge, desire, capturing it, modifying it will increase your statistical success because you want to make sure it's in the right format, in the right community. But the amplification is where the real value is gotten. Because no matter what you've captured and what you've modified, remember, 10% of the people are going to love it no matter what. So even if it sucks, if you get to the right community of suck, they're going to love the suck. It's really an important lesson that I see so many athletes, celebrities, entertainers combined and product services and solutions and personal brands ignore. And they're lost in the same treadmill trying to capture 10% by throwing $3,000 a month at paid advertising. It's stupid. Now the last strategy that I went, oh shoot, in 10 seconds. Last strategy is perpetuation of content. There's a rabbit hole that will build upon itself. Your content is perpetual. So make sure you have a proper repository so that when you do stimulate interest of people in your neighborhood, that they go down that rabbit hole, that rabbit hole and you now aggregate the 80% in the middle. I ran out of time. I promised them I wouldn't run out of time, which is definitely why I ran out of time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great day.